what a joy to gather together in this house of the Lord. And I believe where, where God is, there is life, there is joy. Where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty. And as we gather together in this house, I know the Spirit of God wants to touch us. When you are seated here, you could be in the church, but your heart could be somewhere else. But what I'm asking you to do is gather our attention, our mind, our thoughts, and everything so that we understand and we sense the presence of God in our midst. Hallelujah. What a powerful weekend. How many of you all were blessed this weekend? Okay, when I was talking to a lot of our youngsters who came from different churches yesterday night, and they said, Pastor Justin, this was an amazing time. We want you to do this more often. And for some reason, I don't know, they all fell in love with Zion Church. It's not the greatness of Zion. Zion is like any other church, but we are a church. We are a church that want to passionately follow Christ in everything. They, I, mean, I was talking to some of our folks yesterday, and I said, there is no room for legalism in this house. I will not tolerate that. Come on, somebody. And, and uh, one thing that we we want to make assurance is if we hear from God, we will do it. If we don't hear from God, we are shut up in that area. Come on, somebody. Are you with me this morning? And I know this weekend as we are tuning in to hear from God and as this weekend and, and in tomorrow onwards, I know most of y'all are going back to school and parents, you're, you're filling up your grocery bags and filling, making some stuff that you are sending away for your students, uh, your, your kids um, to their colleges. I pray that when you are filling up their bags and tiffin and boxes and food and whatever you are making, I pray that before you do that, you also pray for them, stand with them, family stand with them as they go back to Denton. Uh, uh, can I tell you, Denton has started a Bible study. And that is amazing. I'm so proud that some of our leaders, Sneha and, 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 and uh, some of the people in Denton, they have started a Bible study. And I was, you know, Anisha and I, we visited and I saw a group of, you know, at least, I believe around 50 to 60 youngsters from different churches. There is no church, there is no division of churches. There is no denominational differences. But I saw children gathering together. Isn't that amazing? Some of our uncles and aunties have written off some of our kids. But can I tell you, you may have written off, but my God is not yet done with the story. He has something amazing coming out in my generation. And I am about to see it. When I saw these amazing worship leaders and leaders standing in our generation, I pray there is something really different happening. Some of us who have experienced life different in our Indian, uh, uh, India or Africa, wherever you are from, can I tell you, there is something amazing God is birthing out in our generation in America. Oh, come on. Yesterday, as we were praying for some of the individuals, God was looking at what, what I, I, I don't know if he is here today, but the, the, the voice of the Lord was strong in my, my mind and my soul at that moment. And I looked into him and I said, come out of your hiding place. A lot of us in this generation are just hiding because of the guilt and the sin and everything that man had to offer. But this is a season that we are stepping out of our hiding places to hear from God and to walk in the direction, the footsteps that God God has ordained and I believe wherever you go, a group of people will follow you because of what you have done in your life. No, no, no. It is because of your faith that is stronger in the presence and sight of God Almighty. People are going to follow you. Come on, somebody. People are going to follow you. And this message is for everybody here who are in the workforce, wherever you're working, people are going to follow you. If you are a follower of Christ, people will become your followers. Why? Because you don't have anything to offer. Only thing that you could offer in their life is the name that is above every other name. The name of Jesus and Jesus alone. Come on. Hallelujah. 
നമുക്ക് കൊടുക്കാൻ ഒരു നാമമേ ഉള്ളൂ അത് യേശുവിൻ്റെ നാമമാണ് പത്രോസിനോട് ചോദിച്ചാൽ പത്രം സ്വർണം എൻ്റെ കയ്യിൽ ഇല്ല എന്നോട് ചോദിച്ചാൽ എനിക്ക് പറയാൻ പറ്റും എനിക്കൊരു മോതിരം മാത്രമേ ഉള്ളൂ സ്വത്രം മലയാളി ചർച്ചിൽ പറഞ്ഞ ഇച്ചിരി വിഷമോ കുഴപ്പമില്ല call them out from their hiding places can i tell you it's not the miraculous wonders that i could offer it is the name that is above every other name the name of jesus yesterday night i have was um you know i uh, you know um i was talking to a friend of mine from some other place he was watching our live stream and he said pastor justin who are those young fellows in your church leading that worship and preaching i'm like wow and this is a call from uk and they have asked uh, uh if we can arrange a special program for the entire team uh and i said wonderful i will talk to them i'll talk to them so pastor mj uh you're not limited just to us I would love you to move to Dallas and uh, you know uh, just now we were talking you know why don't we offer a worship pastor position for Pastor MJ I'm like come on please come on come on y'all excited for that But at the same time I want to prophesy over your life you're not just limited to USA I was talking to Al yesterday I believe a team will arise here and i pray the worship school that jency is starting will be a new birthing place for young worshipers jesus lovers from our community who will travel back into nations oh we are waited for elevation to come here we waited for hill songs to come here this is a generation this is a new breed that god is bringing out and i believe from our community people will arise to bless nations around and i believe in my spirit and i pray that our churches will unite together we will stand together we will say and we will pray that no 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 man I, i pray that they will become doctors and engineers as parents want to say parents want to believe but i also believe that they will be a uh, rising stars in the kingdom of god where they will set lives and captives free in the name i have nothing else to offer other than the name of jesus and i pray and i mean it that all we could do is when we hear from god this season in our church and i'm going to speak for just 10 minutes because all eyes are focused and all roads are leading to sunnyvale for the house dedication and we will be doing that very soon but this uh, last week i started a series with our church uh, on the title on the topic of frequency jason can i ask you to mess up the audio i'm giving you permission to mess up the audio all right what what's going on there is somewhere the frequency is messed up There's somewhere the frequency is messed up. Come on, mess it up. Mess it up. Mess it up. Oh, come on. That's annoying. All right, that. There's somewhere the frequency is messed up. Even though there is this noise around, you cannot hear me clearly. 
You know, once I was, um, you know, I had taken my, I, you all know I had dogs. I'm a dog lover. And, and Sony China is smiling. He is with me on that. Uh, uh, and there's some people here. But, you know, what I'm trying to share here is I took my two dogs for grooming, right? There are a lot of dogs in that grooming place. I took my two dogs, and I don't have dogs now. So I took them a couple of months ago to this grooming place. And, I, you know, they were done with grooming. And at 8, 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock, I walked in. And there were a lot of dogs barking and a lot of dogs making all those noises. And I had trained my dog uh, a, a whistle where they can actually hear me. They, they know it's me, right? So I just walked into the, the, the grooming place and I just whistled a normal, uh, you all know I'm not a good singer, right? So you all know my, my whistle will not be that good, right? But my dogs can understand. There were around 30 or 40 dogs. I don't know how many and all of them were barking and making all those noises around. But in that moment, I walked in and I whistled. And all of a sudden, I could understand. You know, I could see two of the, the dogs. And I know this is my dogs. Why? They know their master. Last week, we, we started a series with frequency, and we started our, our flagship verse from last week that we were focusing on was, Bible says that my sheep will hear my voice. Come on, somebody. My sheep, are, you, are we the sheep of God Almighty? Have we tuned in to hear from God? You know, there are so many noises, uh, uh, sun up to sun down. There's so many noises that we continuously hear. You know, when you open your windows uh, 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 last weekend, last entire week, we were in Florida. We were around the beach area. And as we walked outside and, and we could hear so many noises, the noises of the waves, but everything was happening. And I was sitting at one of the places and I was talking to Anisha. All of the noises was there. But still, because I was tuned in to hear from my beautiful wife, I could hear her clearly. You could be placed in, in a place of noise around you. But it all takes how your heart is positioned to hear from God. And last week I was talking to you about, and, and the quote that I wanted to give you last week was, you know, it's not a problem of a speaking God, but it's a problem of a hearing man. God does not have a problem in speaking. He is a speaking God. And that we see from the very beginning of creation, God spoke life into to formless situations and even today God is speaking all we got to do is am I hearing from God because if I could hear the word that has been sent for in for my life as a promise of God has the power to change every circumstances God does not have a problem in speaking he is speaking even now he is speaking I gave you five ways how we hear from God. Not just sometimes we can hear an audible voice. And I gave you my example as a 12 or 13 year old. I was, I was in my room and I was praying and I heard the voice of God. And, and, and when I say I heard, I was very clear and very audible. I heard him and I felt his touch. And I will never forget. That's my experience. And my experience, my experience cannot become a doctrine. And my experience cannot, you know, I cannot say here that you all have to hear from God. God speaks to us through a worship songs. God speaks to us through the word of God. God speaks to us through people around us. 
Come on, God is continuously talking. I mean, if, if you think nobody is talking, everybody, you, you might say, everybody is dumb around me. Walk outside. The creation is talking to you. The wonders and the majestic power of God Almighty. How can you be dumb and deaf that you don't hear God? And in this generation, I pray, we will rise up hearing God. Moses could say, God, I don't want to take a foot from here unless I see your presence leading. The presence of God for Moses was a clear conviction that God was talking to him. Come on. Do you believe it? And in this generation as a leadership, as a church, as every single person looking at me and hearing this word, this season of our church, and, and, and the reason why, you know, I, 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 for the year I kind of make a, a preaching schedule of different topics. And, and, and this year, you know, I was talking to Anisha the other day, and this year I want to focus on some books of the Bible, and we want to go into series of learning from that. I know we have Sunday school and all that, but I want to really go into some books of the Bible and do the preaching series. But early this year, I chose to do a frequency series because I know this is a moment and season in our life and all of us who are making decisions, who are making decisions. No decision should be made without the will of God, without hearing from God. If God leads you, go. I can give you a scripture, Hosea chapter Hosea chapter, I was, um, Hosea chapter 2 verse 14. Hosea chapter 2 verse 14. If we can, um, yeah, it's, it's, therefore, uh, I am going to allure her. I will lead her into wilderness and speak tenderly to her. What a beautiful word. But nobody likes to go to the wilderness. Come on. No, we don't like. We would love to go to the cities. We would love to go to places that has good sophisticated stuff that, you know, can help us. Good places. But here in the scriptures, Bible helps us to understand, I will lead her. And sometimes we have to understand, before God chose somebody, or after God has called somebody for a good time of ministry, God has always taken them into an intentional time of wilderness experience. Oh, come on. Jesus heard the call in his life. This is my beloved son. And soon after that, where did Jesus go? Come on. He went into the wilderness. Why? Because only in the wilderness, when all the noises are canceled out, you will hear from God for the next steps of your life. And if you are in a wilderness experience this season, can I tell you something? You are hearing from God. He's directing your steps. Paul had an encounter with God. But theologians help us to understand for more than 10 years, Paul was in the wilderness in Egypt before he came back to write letters to churches to, to, to make some strong foundational doctrines for the church to follow and to practice. But before he did so, after he had an encounter with God for almost 10 plus years, he wandered in Egypt not knowing what to do. But still, I believe it was in Egypt or in this wilderness place, God was talking to him. Where are you today? God is not done with you. This is what I want to mention. In Exodus chapter 33, verse 11. And today when I speak to you, I want, to, I want to bring my title to, and I'm going to wind up in a couple of minutes, but I want to bring my title to you, The Place of Hearing is Very Important. Sometimes, when we 
you know, for example, if I'm talking to you right now, you can hear me because of the speakers, because you're gathered in this place. Can you hear me a mile away? No. So the place is very important for us to, to hear. Is that true? Place is very important. How close are you helps you to understand clear and audible. So what I'm trying to the place is very important. The place is very important. Some of us are not being hearing God frequently and clearly in your life because of the distance. If we can come closer, he will talk to us and you will hear him much more clearer. And in scriptures here in Exodus chapter 33 verse 11, we see a portion where it talks about the Lord would speak to Moses face to face. What a beautiful scripture. To have that confidence in your life, to, to have that communication in your life where God is actually talking to you face to face. And he would speak as one friend speaks. Then Moses would return to the camp, but his young aide Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. And why, why I'm, the reason why, I mean, and as dear pastor in our Malayalam service, you know, he brought out that words and he encouraged me, but it kind of confirmed the word that I wanted to share in our church today. Moses would come, speak to God in this tent of meeting and he would leave. But there was this one guy who chose to linger around the tent and he did not want to leave. And that's why in Joshua chapter 1, when you read through those scriptures, it says, in God spoke to Joshua and said, you know what? Your leader Moses is dead, but now be bold and courageous because you are the one appointed to lead this people and out of Jordan, you are going to cross Jordan. Why did it happen? God did not choose anybody. God chose a person who lingered in the place of hearing. Who lingered around the place. You know, sometimes you have to understand, you could be seated right here, but your mind is focused somewhere else. You're tuned off somewhere else. Joshua was appointed only because he understood the value of the place where God was actually talking. And sometimes we have to understand and reconcile, where is God leading me? Recognize that in our life. The place of hearing. Have you left the tent? Come back to the tent. Come back to the tent. Moses would go inside the tent, but theologians help us to understand that Joshua didn't have the permission to walk inside. All he could do was walk around the tent, walk around the tent, walk around the tent, and to know that if this is where the presence of God is, I don't want to be away from it. I want to be as close as possible. Jo Moses would hear commandments and orders and lectures from God, or, or, or you know, as God will encourage. Moses needed a lot of encouragement because he was dealing with the most troublesome people ever our world has seen, the Israelitic people. And sometimes, you know, um, our generation is also sometimes like that. And Moses needed a friend talking to him, right? So God would talk to him like a friend, console him, be with him. And all Joshua could do in that moment was walk around it, linger around it. Moses would leave the tent, but Joshua would not. Linger around it. Because there would be one day that he would hear a voice from the tent saying, now is the time. Your servant, your leader, Moses is dead and gone. But I appoint you to lead my people. What I'm trying to share here is the place is very important for you to hear. 
I was in Florida last week and, uh, you know, we, we went to the basement for our dinner and uh, while we were there, you know, somebody tried calling me from our church and, uh, you know, we could not hear properly because of frequency that was not reaching in the basement area. Why? Because the basement place was not built in a way where these waves would come down and I can hear. Are you trying to understand this? Place is, where are you situated today? How far are you? How far are you? Come closer. Come closer to the body of Christ. Come closer in your relationship. Come closer. You know, one of the things that I was mentioning, Pastor MJ, as as we were doing this United Conference was two things that we are focusing on in this, this season of our church. One is forward. We are moving forward. And number two is the aspect of closeness, closer. We want to come closer in our relationship. How far are you? Come on, this season of our church, every single member, let's hold hands together and declare that I will stand with you. I am called and chosen and anointed to be your help. I want to come closer to the headship of Christ. All of us want to go closer to the headship of Christ, but you don't want to come closer to the body that God has given you. We as a New Testament church is the body of Christ and we need to come closer. Come on, somebody. Are you hearing me? Do I have some witnesses in this house? Come closer in our relationship. Come closer. My hand cannot function by itself. It'll be dead. My leg cannot function by itself. It'll be dead. It has to be connected to the head that God has provided. And the New Testament church, Christ is the head of the house. Christ is the head of the church. And as body of believers, we come closer. As we move forward, we come closer. God wants to do something amazing. And I sense it in my spirit. I sense it in my spirit. Last, I would say thank you so much for asking our church to pray. And I know a lot of you are praying. I know a lot of you, even when I was in Florida, and people called and wanted to know and wanted to pray. Thank you so much. That encourages us as we stand and minister. And thank you so much for encouraging the others too. And you all have been praying. Great support to all that we are doing in our church here. But what I'm going to share here is, and I know people are watching us from different places too, but this message is to everybody. Come closer. You know, again, next to, I know there are people here from different churches too, or people watching from, love your church. Love you. I don't want to be a selfish person where I would say, you know, would come and join here. No, no, no. If the Lord is leading you, I will be happy that you could come. But at the same time, if God has placed you in a church, love your church. No church is perfect. Oh, come on. No church is perfect. But if Christ could love, the book of Hosea is so exciting. It talks about the New Testament church in a way that nobody wants to talk about your wife. We have wandered away. We have strayed away. We have walked away. But still, Bible says, I will take her to the wilderness and I will talk to her tenderly with love and affection. Sin has grappled our life and allowed us to walk away from the sight and the presence of God. But God in this season of our life wants us to come back to the place of hearing Him. He is taking us. He is taking us. If you're watching me, if you're listening to me, He is taking us. He wants us to hear Him. Last week I was sharing about my sheep will hear my voice. Hear his voice. Spend time 
and you will hear him. In your prayer room, you will hear him. I am sure. You close your doors away from distractions and social media and everything. You know, I was, the, the other day, I was kind of thinking to myself, what is the first thing we do after we wake up? And I don't want to be very Christianish when I talk, but let's be practical. Is it the, the social media? Can we change? Can we change? Can we change? And sometimes I have, as a pastor of the church, I don't mind sharing this truth here. I have always, I have tried to go closer to the social media notifications or what has come, what has people sent me, who has called me. I have lingered to get closer to that. Can I tell you, my day would be messed up if I fall, you know, if I start my day with my social media, if my electronic gadgets. And I do believe that everybody needs to carry a hard copy of your Bible. You may not agree, but that's okay. Because sometimes, you know, what happens is when you, I mean, if you have self-control, really good, really good. But sometimes you want to read your, therefore, I'm now going to allure her. Ping. Somebody has messaged you, and you're like, God, give me five minutes, God. I want to just text her back or text him back or just see what's going on on Snapchat. Lord, please, Lord, please wait, Lord. You can wait. She can't wait. You can wait, Lord, please, Lord. And we go back. And, and honestly, honestly, you know, I've been watching this happen a lot of time wherever I travel to minister because it's, it's good to have a Bible in your hand. Maybe you're traveling to a place where you can't, good social media. I am so, I mean, how many times have you prayed for Life Church? They have spent millions of dollars to bring out the, the Bible app. Millions of dollars. We have never done anything close to that. I am, the other day I was so thankful for, you know, the verse view application that was started by one of our, I believe it is a Malayali brother who started, if I'm not wrong. I'm so thankful. Why? Because we have the Malayalam songs and I would be lost without that, without the English, you know, literature right there. Come on. I'm so thankful. But at the same time, hearing from God in a place of no distractions, come back to that. Come back to that. Can, can, I, can I encourage you? Come back to that. Come back to that. In our churches, come back to that. In your personal life, come back. You may be sharing. You know, I know there are some people here who uh, four, uh, four of you are sharing rooms in Denton, but each of you has your own room or at least your own bed. Come on. I know you're not sharing bed, right? That's going to be weird. Come on. But in your Personal closet. Spend time. God is speaking. Where are you? And I know this series, I'm going to be not going to be in my normal preachy mode. I'm going to be very, in this, you know, I just want to be very quiet and encourage. I won't preach here what has not preached to me. I'm changing my, my lifestyles so that I could be an example for people to follow. And I pray, I mean it. Let's come back to the place of hearing. Can I have the worship team behind me? Let's come back to the place of hearing. In this season and the walk of our church, I pray and I have a desire. I have a desire. Come back to the place of hearing. And I know all of us here in our church, our work schedules are so different. We work so hard, but still we can give 
a time in the presence of God. Without God, we are empty. We are nothing. You know why there are so many problems in so many churches? Because we have never given God his position. In Zion Church, I want to give God his place. He is the head of this house and he leads it. And I pray, God, this season, Praise the Lord. Moshe, Parvatil Chalpani Katuna Chedi Kandiganum. She Shabdan Kelkanangel. Yavada Katuno Adin the Adat take in the Kerry Chalanum. Oh, Stotra Stotra. They were Shabdam Kelkanadata Kerry Chalam and the Kartave, meaning at Talamur and Narthaname, young at Kurumanga and Narthaname. They were shoved them Kelkanur to carry Chalamendi, Kartave, Ninglesa High Kerame, and then the Prathan. Lord, help us that we will linger around your presence. Can we all rise up in God's house? Everybody.